0: Hey, it's Run from 88.9 The Bridge. Picture this, you're running in the middle of the day on what you expect to be a pretty normal trail. Then you come across a hiker in need of urgent medical attention. What do you do? Well, if you're lucky, you're Michael Novak, with a background full of medical training. Michael Novak is a physician's assistant, trained wilderness first aid responder located in Weaverville. As well as being my uncle, he is one of the coolest people you'll ever meet. I was just 11 years old when I found out what he does for a living. From then on out, I knew I wanted to be just like him when I grew up. I have not only had multiple conversations with him about how to become a medical professional, but how to best honor yourself in the world we live in. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. It's my honor. I uh, felt very privileged when you gave me a call, so I think it's really cool and exciting, and I'm happy to share whatever little bit I know uh, with you, so thank you.
0: You're a physician assistant, can you kind of talk about what that is? Yeah,
1: so physician assistant is what they call it as sort of a mid-level practitioner. It was a career that started actually with uh, medics coming back from Vietnam who had quite a bit of medical training, um, but necessarily weren't go on to the next level and be an MD or a DO, but they had more training than, than a nurse. And so they, they fell into this middle ground and that's sort of where the physician assistant career started. You, you do a lot more than a nurse would. Um, and depending on your, what we call a scope of practice, it's a, it's a really cool career, you know, deciding to go to med school or go to PA school.
0: You talk about how they're kind of a step under a doctor. So what is really like the big difference between being a physician's assistant and being a doctor?
1: That's a great question. I get asked that on a regular basis. Um, So your schooling is different. For medical school, it's it's a four-year program, usually two years of what we call didactic work, which is book learning, you know, classroom. And then you have two years of rotation in PA school, it's usually a year of didactic, a year of book work, and then you do a year of rotation. So it's, it's sort of medical school condensed. You're required to work under a physician's license. A lot of times you start to do a lot of the very similar things. I do my own suturing, my own casting, my own joint injections, my own biopsies.
0: And that's really cool. You can still kind of pick like what field within the medical field that you want to focus on. So you could have like a dermatologist that's a physician's assistant. Absolutely. Have you ever thought about switching kind of what your specialty is in?
1: I knew in the end I wanted to do rural primary care because I like the idea of sort of treating everything and having to know a little bit about everything. Um, I like the idea that my friends and family could call me up and I would be able to hopefully answer questions and take care of them. really enjoy hepatology. So uh, with the liver, um, I have gone back and got special training so I can uh, treat hepatitis C patients, which has been really rewarding because very rarely do you truly cure a disease. And with hepatitis C and the new medications, you can cure them. I mean, it's been, it's been nice to dabble in that as, as well. So.
0: Yeah. And I bet working in family practice, that's like even more rewarding, probably um, living in a smaller town too. You probably know a lot about like your patients, like families. And you're like, wow, you can truly see the difference that you're making, which I would assume would be super, super rewarding.
1: For sure. And you hit the nail on the head. And that's another reason why I wanted to do it. Like I, I had briefly hit on going to rural primary care is making that difference. And you do, I mean, it's a small community. So you see these people. I mean, you know, this person's grandparents, you, you know, their kids, you know, they're, you know, somehow you're, you're tied in with them, which is really neat and super rewarding, but adds another ounce of pressure.
0: This kind of like plays into the next question I wanted to ask you is how has the medical field impacted your overall view of the world?
1: I I can say it's been eye-opening in multiple facets. You see loss every day so it gives you a little bit a reality check and a grip on just how lucky you are and a grounding check on just you know life in general and how you know special it is and how fleeting it can be. On a political level you know Our our healthcare system, I do feel is broken. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I see it every day. So I see people who cannot get their meds, who aren't taking their meds because they can't afford it. They don't you know, they they can't get insulin because they can't afford their insulin. And just seeing sometimes how our healthcare system fails is hard. And, you know, because I am in the healthcare field, everybody asks, well, what's the answer? You know, socialized medicine. Is, it, is that where we go? You know, where everybody, you know, you have universal healthcare and without getting too deep into the politicalness, that subject, but that's a that's a hard one too, because there's downfalls there as well. It's interesting to be in the medical field and see both sides and realize there's two sides to the story, but not really knowing exactly, you know, what the best option is.
0: So we're kind of talking a lot about like the negative parts of it. And I think that's really good. It's a really good conversation to have. But I also just want to know like what keeps you going in your job. You see a lot of loss, you see a lot of people who are dealing with hardship. How do you get past that?
1: my job, I, I feel so rewarded at. Um, you know, yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's long hours. It can be stressful. But you know, my litmus test is, hey, is this how I would want my family member treated? Mm-hmm. And so if I can go to bed and look at myself in the mirror and said, hey, I did everything I could today, It's gonna be super rewarding. You know, people come in and are unbelievably appreciative, especially in a rural area. I've had people bring me in, chickens and eggs and fish (laughs) and venison and (laughs) like everything, everything under the sun you can imagine because they're so appreciative, especially people who don't really have that much for them to be sharing what they have is very rewarding and makes you feel, you know, understand just how appreciative they are.
0: Speaking on leaving your mark, what kind of advice would you pass down to people who are aspiring medical professionals?
1: So I think that I would say, I would hope people are going into it for the right reason, all you're chasing is a dollar, then, you know, I don't think you're gonna ever be happy in anything you do. You know, I don't think there's any utopic career I think that everything has pluses and minuses. And so I wouldn't say that being a physician's assistant isn't just absolutely cross the board tens. Um, but I can say it's it's for my lifestyle and what I wanted, it was a really good fit. And I, I would if I had to do it, I would this would be a career choice that I would do again.
0: I personally would love to become a physician's assistant. So thank you so much for joining me to kind of talk about it. And I hope you know how proud I am of you and how impactful you've been in my life. And just all the positivity and love that you've been able to spread is something that I really strive to be able to accomplish when I'm older. So thank you so much.
1: And I am super excited to see, you know, your journey And, and where it takes you because there's always ups and there's always downs and there's turns and all this kind of stuff. But like you said, I mean, if you stay, if you're doing it for the right reasons, you're going to do well and you'll, you're going to, you're going to do amazing. So I'm excited to watch this journey.